When you post hunting photos on Instagram, they get censored. When you post on Go Wild, you get virtual fist bumps from fellow hunters. When you buy gear on Amazon, you gas up a billionaire spaceship. When you buy gear on Go Wild, we donate to a camp that teaches kids to hunt, fish, and shoot. See the difference? Go Wild is a free social community built by hunters for hunters. Join today at DownloadGoWild.com and I'll give you 10 bucks just for setting up your account. And you'll keep unlocking GoWild rewards as you share content because guess what? We like hunting pictures. Join at DownloadGoWild.com or in the App Store. The Houndsman XP Podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsman of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsman. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this made-in-America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say made in America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. This is the Houndsman XP Podcast. Good dog, get that bear. Get that bear in here. The original podcast for the complete houndsman. The podcast that represents our lifestyle of extreme performance. Get up there! Get him! Get him! Yeah! Good boy! Good boy, Ranger! Uniting houndsmen across the globe from east to west, north to south. You know, if you're going to catch a cat or a lion, you know, you have to have teamwork. We take you to the wildest places on earth. Yeah, so how many days? How many days a week do you spend out there? As much as I can, to be honest with you. Any time that I get, I'm I'm out there. Join us for every heart pounding adventure on Houndsman XP. I'll tell you like I tell everyone else. I'm gonna hunt whether you're here or not. So you might as well be here. <laughs> Who doesn't need to save money right now these days? You know, everything is going up, 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 and Shorty and I are going to discuss in this podcast how you can save a few bucks here and there. Now, don't be confused. We are not trying to get anyone to take shortcuts or not uh, give their hounds the most up-to-date, best care possible by giving you this advice we say it several times in this podcast we're not veterinarians we're just 
ranchers and farm kids that grew up in this stuff our whole lives and we can read labels and we see through some of the um, slick marketing out there you know my veterinarian that I use he makes a lot of money off of lap dogs and uh, people's little fur babies and he understands houndsmen and he has worked with me on a lot of the things that we're going to talk about but shorty has done the bulk of heavy lifting on this the hard work uh he's got a lot of knowledge he's done a lot of research on this stuff but we are going to talk about one of the hottest topics on social media and on the internet questions that get asked around the clubhouse and things that are talked about and that is cross-label medications that we can use for our hounds and what i mean by that is things that you will find in the uh farm store at your local uh orsland rural king wherever you're shopping farm and feed farm fleet and supply whatever they call it in your area this is all stuff that's available to you off the shelf and we're just going to talk about a lot of those things so again we are not veterinarians we're not claiming to be veterinarians but we've used every one of these products that we're talking to you about on this program and As you will hear us say, if you have any questions about any of this, ask your vet, ask your veterinarian. If he won't talk to you straight up about active ingredients and things like that in the medications that are marketed for hounds and pets, then you probably need to find a new vet anyway. But here's just some down-to-earth, real-life experience and ways that you can stretch those dollars and make them go a little farther. Maybe you'll have enough change left over to buy another hound. Or if you really want to make some end rows, take your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend on a uh, nice dinner out. But hey, I, I highly recommend listening all the way through this podcast. Before we get there, I want to shout out to a couple new sponsors that you are going to hear. I want to give a shout out and a big thanks to Joy Dog Food for fueling the Houndsman XP podcast. Seriously, guys, I've been feeding Joy Dog Food now. I was trying to figure it up the other day. It's got to be around eight months now, and uh, I've been pretty impressed uh, for the the value and the performance I'm getting out of Joy Dog Food. I highly recommend it. And like always, we don't take sponsorship dollars from a company for products that we would not use ourselves. And like I said, I've been using it for eight months. I've seen a big difference in coat condition and energy levels and a lot of different stuff. It's a good product. Highly recommend Joy Dog Food. The other new sponsor we have on board is Briar Creek Kennel. And they are a supply company. Jim Ridge started a supply company years ago. I shopped with Jim when I was on that side of the state religiously for all my for all my uh, hunting supplies and things like that. And uh, as time goes on, Chris Girth took over the operation there. I've known Chris for a number of years. He's a local guy. He's a down-to-earth guy. He's an accessible guy, and he's an honest guy. He's going to be straight up with you and he's that kind of guy too he is not going to sell you something that he would not use himself or has not used himself so highly recommend briar creek welcome aboard and also as always i want to thank our patreon members you guys are the heart and soul 
of this podcast, and we really have enjoyed producing the uh, Crowdcast events for you, and thanks. We appreciate it. Guys, it is time to get the dog box open and open the doors on this Old South dog box. We got a hot track, and it's all about saving you money, and it's time to dump the box. Southern Hound Honey Magazine is the most comprehensive magazine that represents your lifestyle as a houndsman. If you can hunt it with a hound, it is being covered in the pages of Southern Hound Honey Magazine. You also get an in-depth look at the men and women who are engaged in this lifestyle, living it every day to the fullest. From the Rocky Mountains to the Southern Swamps and across the ocean with articles about our international houndsmen and what they're chasing across the pond. Go to southernhoundhunting.com, get your subscription for $15 a year. Southern Hound Hunting Magazine, promoting the fair chase experience. Hey, Shorty, we are going to talk about something that gets talked about a bunch on uh, social media platforms and it used you know the internet things like that and houndsmen talk about this stuff every time they're around it's going to be highly controversial um but since it's already being talked about we're going to discuss discuss this from our perspective and the things that we've done and we're going to talk about i don't even know is it cross labeling or off label medications for our hounds how would you how would you explain that i guess i would say it's it's more cross label because nothing that we're going to talk about is not used for hounds or dogs. It is, um, oftentimes advertised differently. So one medication advertised for, for dogs is way more expensive than the same medication advertised for horses or cattle. Mm -hmm. So I would say probably cross label. So, and what's, what's the motivation here? It's obviously to save money, right? Absolutely. You know, that's one of the hardest parts, uh, about being a houndsman is paying for all this stuff. You know, it's an expensive habit. Uh, the more dogs you get, the more expensive it gets. And every dollar we can save is one that we can put in that gas tank and with $3 fuel, we know that's important right now. I agree. You know, and most of this stuff, like, um, you know, things that you go to the vet for and you get prescribed by your vet are marketed in a way to, maximize profit margins on that stuff and we're just we're not veterinarians we're going to put that right out there up front we're not veterinarians we're not uh, uh, giving anybody medical advice we're just going to discuss things that we've done with our hounds with with good success and really no adverse reactions to any of it Uh, it's pretty much common knowledge but we're just going to dispel some rumors and maybe give somebody some ideas one thing I would say is if you're only if you're a guy with one hound at the house, then it's not that much cheaper just to go ahead and go to the veterinarian's office. But we're going to give you some ideas anyway how you might be able to have some workarounds on some of that stuff. But uh, this is this is kind of your baby and and in your wheelhouse, Shorty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take off with it. And well, another thing, anything that we tell you here, go ask your veterinarian if it's gonna hurt your hound before you use it because 
most of them, if they're good people, they'll tell you no. Uh, if they're just trying to bend you over and get every dollar out of you, they can. They're going to tell you, yeah, but but definitely have that conversation. I don't want you guys trusting what we're saying. And uh, again, like Chris said, we are not veterinarians. But, you know, I, I started out kind of categorized this stuff, and I started out with wormers because that's something that we, we all, no matter where we're from, that's something that we have to contend with. Uh, different places, different parts of the world are going to have heartworms. Some of them don't have to worry about it. But item number one, I, I put down ivermectin. Now, there are several different ways that this is supplied. But know this, ivermectin for dogs, ivermectin for cattle, ivermectin for horses, ivermectin for humans. It's all the same thing. It's just supplied in different ways and different quantities. And if I buy ivermectin, there's an injectable, there's a pour-on, and there's a horse paste. If I buy ivermectin injectable at Tractor Supply Company for cattle or horses, well, it's going to be labeled for cattle. The bigger the bottle I buy it in, the cheaper it's going to get. And that's just something that you need to know. I've I've used pour-on. I like the pour-on. I don't like sticking needles in my dogs all the time. You're just going to have to do some math. Um, that's something that I'm, I'm not going to do for you. But uh, I will say... If you give ivermectin, and this this consulting with my veterinarians, if you give ivermectin in the mouth, you're going to want to give a higher dose than you would under the skin. So if I'm giving injectable ivermectin to a dog, it's going to be uh, one-tenth of a cc per 10 pounds. So half a cc for a 50-pound dog. If I'm giving that same dog injectable ivermectin and squirting it in their mouth, I'm going to give them a cc and the reason is because their a dog's stomach is so strong that it breaks ivermectin down so quickly in their stomach that that they're not you're getting a small percentage of it is actually going to work. The rest of it just gets killed in their stomach. And that that is directly from uh, my dog vet. So I've always, uh, the boron I've always, I like. I've always been a little bit. Ahead. I've always been a little bit lighter on that. I've always done the one tenth of a cc uh, at. Uh, for 10 pounds, even in the, you know, when I'm giving an orally, never, I always a, did too until never yep. had a dog pop up positive. I live in heartworm type areas. So you can go down as far as one tenth of a CC per 10 pounds and be confident that you're still, you're still getting more than, than if you didn't give heartworm preventative at all, you know? Right. So, right. And, and, uh, the thing, the reason I'm not afraid to give them that half or that one cc is because uh, I was doing some research on mange a few years back, and yep. that same 50 pound dog, you're given a cc and a half of ivermectin injectable once a week, and so orally it is uh, no injectable. Okay, and but and, are you giving it to him? You giving it to him? Giving him a shot, or you giving him to him? No, no, I'm giving him a shot. Okay, yeah, yep. sub Q. So cute, yep. yeah, and and uh, so that's like that's a lot of ivermectin, and I've always heard you know be careful. I do know like your cow dogs can be um, reactive to ivermectin, so if you've got a long haired dog, any like your border collies, McNabb right. stuff like that, be careful with it. Talk to your vet about it, but uh, but yeah, so um, it is a Nobel Peace Prize winning drug, and I want to say like there's almost never been a human death 
by using ivermectin so it's it's pretty safe drug but um but use it use it wisely Um, and how many different forms of ivermectin have you used as far as you talked about pour on you talked about injectable let's talk about the horse paste that may yeah paste warmers yep paste and and that's something um it's easy to get that guy that has one hound this this is one of those uh where you can go you can go downtown and buy it paste and uh and um and have and save some money you you can definitely save some money by buying paste because one tube of paste oftentimes is gonna um is gonna be enough to do probably six or eight warmings for your dog so it's not like it's going to sit on the shelf and go bad you should be given ivermectin if you're in heartworm areas you should be giving it once a month mm-hmm. so um you know you could buy a tube or two of ivermectin at tractor supply company or ace ace hardware a lot of times has it or at least out here in texas and uh and and you'll be just fine there is there is ivermectin paste that's just ivermectin paste and there's also if you're going to do that, like oftentimes I'll go down to, uh, I'll use either Zemectrin gold or Equimax. And the reason is, is because it all, it has ivermectin in it, but it also has Prezquantel in there. And yeah. so you're getting tapeworms It well, you're getting all worms, but worm, Prezquantel, yep. And the Prezquantel gets the, gets the tapeworms and, um, as far as I know, I don't think anything else is does of the warmers unless you give it to them multiple days in a row. But I want to talk about but, uh, something about you. Are you talk about how to give this pace warmer? Because uh, you see a lot of different stuff out there uh, being passed around, and you see everything. You know, put a squirt a squirt a size of a pearl or a squirt squirt the size of a pea or a pencil eraser or whatever it is and put it in their mouth. And a lot of times what happens, and I've done this myself, is if if you don't get that ring set right on that tube when you're trying to squeeze this out, you can put half a tube in the dog's mouth before you know it. And then you're in there digging around in their mouth trying to get trying to get the excess warmer out. So squirt it out on your finger that size, you know, it, and it's going to be about the size of a pencil eraser or so, and then give that to your dog that way. Don't try to squeeze the tube and depend on those locking rings because uh, they don't always work. They're made in China by some five-year-old kids. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not I've trusting the same that. Thing. Okay, so while while we're talking about that, um, if if you do choose to give it to them straight out of the tube, and that ring slips and you give a, a dog a whole uh whole tube of this and i've done it and luckily i i have a good vet friend that lived right down the road at the time i ran the dog down there he went inside the house he grabbed a bottle of hydrogen peroxide and a 20 cc syringe and he filled that syringe with peroxide squirted it down that dog's throat waited a few minutes the dog didn't vomit he got another syringe full squirted it down the throat within probably 30, 45 seconds. The dog vomited, and he said, there you go. You're fine. So know that if your dog ingests poison of any kind. Exactly. Uh, or if you overworm it or you see it eat rat poison or something, that's one way. Um, again, I would if I saw my dog eat 
uh, rat poison, I would definitely get to the vet. But if you're a couple hours from the vet, get some hydrogen peroxide, get it down their throat, you will make them vomit that way. Yep, yep, good advice right there. What else on wormers, man? Uh, so from, from the ivermectin, another heartworm wormer is going to be moxidectin. Um, this is uh, another wormer that can be supplied via liquid injectable pour on or the horse wormer version of it is going to be quest um if you're given the injectable it is uh a quarter cc per 11 pounds and you can give it subcutaneous or uh i am now the 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 thing about moxidectin is and somebody smarter than i i haven't got to talk to my veterinarian yet on this but but there is a you're form. Gonna to, of you're going to have to tell us what I am is. Explain what I am is. Uh, in in the muscle. Yeah. I am is is in the muscle. Um. Uh. So, but this moxidectin, you you can get it for dogs from a veterinarian. And the way I understand it is, there's two two bottles like your your vaccines, where you you mix it. So you take the content out of one bottle, put it in the other bottle, shake it around. And you can give that in the muscle. And depending on the dose you give the dog, uh, it, it's a heartworm preventative for six months to 12 months, depending on the dose. One dose gives you six months. Another dose gives you 12 months. I don't know if it's the exact same thing as regular moxidectin wormer or if this carrier agent is what makes it last longer that's something i'm going to investigate and, and on a future episode i should have some more information on that but uh again you can get it quest as a as a paste you can use the pour on or the injectable at a quarter cc per 11 pounds for the moxidectin and it is a heartworm wormer so from there we jump down to these multiple worm wormers these are going to be your horse paste. Let me there's, let me back up. Let me back up just a second about Ivamec. Uh, so when you're when you're given Ivamec, dogs hate hate. I mean, they hate it. It tastes tastes mm-hmm. horrible. Uh, yep. I'm not going to tell you how it. I know it tastes horrible, but with the COVID thing, I know that it tastes horrible. I will. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I, the, the apple paste isn't too terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's uh, hard to get. <laughs> They've got a new maple flavor out too, I think, for the fall. Uh, if they had it in pumpkin spice, I could get my wife on it. Briar Creek Kennels is your complete hound hunting outfitter. Boots, lights, collars, and tracking equipment. Dog boxes, kennel supplies, collars, clothes, squalors. Whew, they have it all. Briar Creek Kennel is a Garmin and dog tree dealer. Owner Chris Girth will ensure Briar Creek Kennel customers will get top-of-the-industry customer service. Whether you purchase from their website or you find them at a major coonhound event, Chris and his staff will share expert knowledge and experience about every product they offer. Chris Girth is a top competitor and breeder of hounds. He knows what gear you need to be successful. Look for Briar Creek Kennels on the web for a complete online store or look at their fully stocked trailer at any major coonhound event. Briar Creek Kennels, offering a hound hunting public generations of excellence. So when you just give straight injectable for cattle to dogs, mm-hmm. 
you can get by with it a couple times, but they get to the point where they know it's coming and you're going to, yep. so what I do is I go ahead and I've got, got a dish there, go ahead and squirt it in the dish. And then you can pour a little beef broth in there, a little chicken broth in there or milk, just a little bit of milk, not too much milk. Cause that could scour a dog, but just enough milk and they will actually lick every bit of it up. So it can be a little bit yep. easier way to administer. I've been doing it for so long and that that it's easy for me to it just is easy for me to to give it to them straight up right out of the syringe and the other way you can do it is you can put that milk in a bowl and then just draw some up in the syringe with your ivermec right. and mm-hmm. and go ahead and give it to them that way and it it takes away a little bit of the burn and that's normally the way I will do it gotcha i it, for the same reasons, my favorite way here that I've been doing the past few years is using the pour on, and and I simply like there's a little squeeze bottle, the, the one that I have. You squeeze the bottle, it fills up a little deal on top, yep. and uh, I think the smallest dose on it's a, for a hundred pounds on the one that I have. So I I just go about halfway up to that first line and pour it on their back just like you would a pour on for fleas or, or and it just absorbs I've, it just absorbs straight yep. through their skin into the yep yeah. exactly no like, no I, sticking them with a needle no going down the throat i've never used pour on i've never done yep. it that way yeah i've done it for a few years now and it and it's it's by far the easiest yeah so yep. let's um, go on into those other warmers man Okay, so for your multi-worm, well, for your for your horse wormers, you have your, um, and there's a bunch of them that are just straight Ivamec. The ones that I like if I'm going that route is uh, um, Quest Plus, which is Moxidectin, Prezoquantel, Zemectrin Gold, which is Ivamectin, Prezoquantel, or Equimax, which is Ivamectin, Prezoquantel. If I'm going to go with one of those last two, I usually choose the the Equimax, it's the same price, and it's a little bit stronger. Um, the Zemectrin Gold is 1.55%, Ivermectin 7.75%, Prezquantil, versus the Equimax, which is 1.87%, Ivermectin, and 14.03% Prezquantil. Now, when you're giving them this, uh, to get enough Prezquantil in those dogs, like a 50 pound dog, you're going to want to give them a dose for a 200 pound dog. If or you don't, you're pound not horse. giving them. Or a 200 pound horse, yes. Yeah. Um, if you don't, you're not getting enough Prezoquantil in the dog to kill the uh, tapeworms. So that's something to, to keep in mind right there. Um, and uh, and those are pretty much your, your horse wormers. There is. Um, uh, some, some other horse wormers, you can go with safeguard or panic here, and this is going to be fenbendazole. The thing about fenbendazole is you're going to want to give it for, for three days consecutively. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be provided in a liquid or a paste, um, that if you're going this route, okay, for, for, and I switch up, like I'll, I'll, I like to use different wormers throughout the year. The the, the Prezoquantel I usually give in the spring and the fall, um, just like I would my horses. And other than that, I'm using the Ivamectin or the Moxidectin monthly for, for heartworms. But then I'll, I'll bounce down here to the, the Safeguard or the Panic Ear, 
and I've got a lot of dogs, so I buy it in a big jug. Like if you buy a gallon jug, it's you know it's a couple hundred dollars, but you can do a, a pile of dogs that'll last you a year or so. And and but if not, again, go to that, go to the horse paste. Mm-hmm. That's a that's an easy way to do it. Uh, you could buy it for goats, um, but always whenever you buy the liquid in the bigger jugs, it's gonna gonna save you a lot of money right there. Did I miss the so. the dose you had for safeguard? Because that seems to be that is so widely available, you can walk into any it's, farm store and find Safeguard liquid. The liquid's going to be one cc per five pounds. I'm glad you said that because I I did miss that one cc per five pounds of body weight, and you're going to want to give it three days consecutively. Some people say five days consecutively. I've done both, um, but at least three days consecutively. So, um, that's uh. That's a good one. I use that quite often. It, um, when I'm not using the, the Prezaquantil, that's I, I go with the Fenbendazole. This mm-hmm. is another thing that there's there's we you were talking about COVID. That's another drug that some cancer patients are actually uh, playing with a little bit. They say that it can kill cancer. So um, I don't know if that's true in dogs as well, but but I do know of some people messing with it. But um, from there. You can go to the Valbazin. This is another... It's, Valbazin. Uh, Valbazin, is that that's how you say how, yeah, it? Yeah, that's how us hillbillies say Val... We say Valbazin. Okay, that's probably <laughs> that's probably more correct. Um, and this is going to this is gonna kill everything but heartworms. Uh, it's going to be one cc per 10 pounds, three days consecutively. And uh, that's, another, that's another one that I, uh, I will use from time to time especially if I don't use uh, the Prezquantil. And the reason I, I switch up, um, and I may be right or wrong, I don't know, but I I don't want these worms building an immunity to anything. Exactly. So I like to use different things throughout the year just to just to throw a curveball at them. I, and that's, uh, something, that's something that, uh, that's, an, that's an old farmer trick. I mean, ag, cattle farmers, sheep farmers, pig farmers have done this for years, and yet as dog owners, we go to the vet and we get the heart guard that's got the same thing in it. And we give them the same ingredients every month mm-hmm. and things, things mutate, you know, they, they evolve and build up resistance. I mean, I got, there's weeds out there that now that have built up resistance to, to glyphosate or Roundup. Uh, yep. so, so a living, breathing parasite can do the same thing. So that, that's exactly and, why I change it up too. And that's that's why on the heartworms, that's why I've, I've been, once I've figured it out, that, that it could be used. I've wondered for a long time, but hadn't done the research until here about six or eight months ago. But that's why I use that moxidectin on the on the heartworms from time to time, too, just to just to throw that curveball in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's two other wormers that I want to talk about before we move on to something else. Um, and this goes back to, we're, at, we're out of the... The horse wormers, the traditional horse and, and cattle wormer. So uh, this goes back to the Prezquantil, and this is what I've been doing here lately: is go down to PetSmart and buy Prezquantil fish wormer. It's ninety nine point nine percent. Sometimes you'll find a hundred percent, but it is it is Prezquantil fish wormer, and you can buy it in half pound uh five pound buckets and simply take that and uh 
if you have a scale um, and you'll have to do the you'll have to do the math your, yourself I'm not going to do all that for you here but uh, I take I bought some capsules from the the uh, health supply store just your regular old gel capsules and pull them apart and fill them up put drop them on the scale until I get where I want to go so for for a 35 pound 35 to 50 pound dog doing it this way you're going to want to give them 102 milligrams um of prasquantel uh 51 to 70 pound dog is 136 and 71 and 95 is 170 again check this this is stuff that i've got off the internet um just doing research and and, it's got to be true well yeah exactly so um (laughs) can you hey I, i got a question can you load those? Can you load those gel caps up in your reloader? And like that's exactly what I do. No, you do not. You I, put them in it, your re- well, reloader. No, I, I take the gel caps, and they actually make a. Uh, it looks like a little table that you you put the gel caps on and shake them, and they fall in, and it's actually made to fill pills. Yeah. And then you take like a credit card and and move the Prasquantel around, and it falls in those deals, and then another piece, and it puts the top on them. And then somebody that's that's uh. I've never, I've never done it yet, but I've been threatening to get one of those. You can get them from like 25 pills to 200 pills. They'll do that many at one time. But I just take the gel cap and dunk, dunk it in the, the Prasquantil and tap it a little bit, put the top on it, throw it on my reloading scale until I get to the weight that I'm looking for, and, uh, and it's that easy. I'm thinking we could probably set up a die for a progressive, like a Lee bench reloader. A progressive mm-hmm. reloader, and we'll just we'll just flip that handle and keep them rotating around and get what we need. They have stuff out there that, <laughs> that, that does it. Yeah, you can find it in the medical field that that uh, that does exactly exactly that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been threatening to do it for a while. I just haven't stopped to figure out what sizes I need and uh, what size capsules. There you go. You know. What's what caliber but, would that be? Twenty five, right. seventeen. I don't He's know. a twenty five caliber dog. This one's a <laughs> two seventy. I've had a lot of twenty two yeah. caliber dogs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. What else? You, so, what else you uh, got? One more on the wormer. If I got one wormer uh, when you're done. Okay. Um, you might not after this one. Okay. Uh, if you don't like chemical wormers, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you the bone. Are you going to say diatomaceous earth? Yes. Man, yes, I'm going to exactly. tell you what. So I, I kicked this whole deal into high gear on the diatomaceous earth. And I actually in the, the video series I did on raising pups, I talked about diatomaceous earth because it's, it's an all-natural deal. And as mm-hmm. long as you don't overdose it, you don't want to clog up your dog's digestive tract with this stuff but it's virtually it's virtually impossible to do the label says do not exceed one to two percent of uh feed so in their in their feed total feed for the day daily feeding one to two percent so if you think you do it daily i have is is this a once a month deal or a daily deal or i used to do it once a week gotcha and I decided that I was going to step it up a little bit and do it daily. And right, uh, because it won't it won't hurt them. 
it will not hurt them. And yeah, there's and, no chemicals in it whatsoever. Nope. The only thing you, the only thing you run, you, you got to make sure that you give access. I mean, plenty of access to good water so mm-hmm. that, so that, you know, that stuff can, can, uh, be digested properly and passed through right. because they're not going to digest this diatomaceous earth. They are going to pass it. But what happens is they build up this residual coating of diatomaceous earth in their digestive tract, and then no parasites can live in that environment. It's impossible. It, and the way that it kills them, from what I understand, is it's is it's like microscopic little shells that have sharp, pointy edges on it. And the, the it's parasites... It's fossil, fossilized crustacean is what it is. It's right. fo- Yes, so go ahead. And so they... the. And and people use it for fleas and and ticks Mm -hmm. and stuff too, but these little sharp pointy deals, which will not hurt your dog, but it it pokes holes in in the parasite and causes them to die of dehydration. Yep. So it's totally natural. Or they will feed uh, on it. So you get get an intestinal parasite and like a tapeworm or roundworm and and they're they're actually robbing your dog from the nutrients in the feed. They're picking this up, and they're trying to digest it, and it just literally cuts them up from the inside out. Right, Same thing right. happens to and this stuff. This is going to be a real cheap way to go. I've seen it. I don't know what the bags cost, but they sell it at Tractor Supply in a 50-pound bag. So mm-hmm. you can buy this stuff for very, very cheap if that's the route you want to go. Um, totally, totally cool with that. Um, I haven't used this one yet. But it's something that I'm that I'm definitely looking into because it's it's seems to be pretty simple and really really safe and and I think it could be super cheap. Well, let, let me. I took a stool sample in, and I've been doing. I've been went to the daily deal. So what I do, the way I apply it, is I've got a feed bucket that I feed out of every day, and I will measure a small amount of of feed into the bucket, and then I'll simply sprinkle. Just a, a, a somewhat generous shaking. I mean, I'm not coating or you know the the diatomaceous earth in there, but but given that layer of feed a good coating, I measure out some more feed, put some more feed in the bucket, put another layer of diatomaceous earth, and I just layer it in my bucket like that. That way, when I feed, it mixes throughout the feed, and and uh, then each dog gets diatomaceous earth on a daily basis. And I've been doing that for about a month and a half now. And I, I decided to run a stool sample down to my vet just for a checkup. Zero. Zero worms, zero parasites. This stuff is cheap. It's easy to apply. You can even put it in, in your flour. Like if you're going to, your own personal food, if, you wanna, if you're a food store person and you've got you know, ten pounds of flowers. You can you can dust some diatomaceous earth on top of that, and it's perfectly safe and all organic. Well, and then when you eat it, you're going to be, you know, deparasiting yourself. So. Deparasiting yourself, but it also keeps like you know how you get mill bugs, right. mill bugs and stuff mm-hmm. in your in yep. your flower. They won't exist in there with it. They can't exactly. Yep. Exactly, and that's before we move on from the wormers. You you brought something up that that made me think of this. If you're wondering if your program is is actually working, you can take your vet a stool sample, or you can take them a blood sample, or you could go down there and let them gather a stool sample or a blood sample if you're not comfortable doing it, and let them run it 
and they will tell you if it's if it's working or if you need to up your dose or or change something. The only reason that we're telling you all these things that we just told you about wormers is because we're trying to cheapen it up as much as we can for you. But we want to make sure that you're getting enough of this into the end of the animal to have a parasite free animal. So mm-hmm. don't don't just trust that that it's working. Go go run it by your vet every once in a while. Yep. Check your own work. Check your own yep. work. Where are we headed now, Shorty? Let's go to uh, to some more parasites. Let's go to flea and ticks. Um, and there's there's several things here. I know I did a video a little while back on insect tags um, and how to easily attach those to your to your dog collar. Um, if you haven't seen it, uh, go you can go to Houndsman XP. I'll do another one here pretty quick. Um, but uh, on your insect tags, there's there's something that you need to know. An insect tag is not just a cure all. It is um, there are different insect tags that do different things. And I actually uh, printed off a sheet, um, and in doing my own research, and and I printed off a sheet and it compares all these different insect tags from different companies and and the the uh, ingredients in them and what it actually protects against and and i went along there with a little highlighter and i highlighted the ones that you know that protected against uh ticks versus the ones that didn't and da 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 and that's how i came up with these tags um if you're going to use the insect tags the only two tags that i recommend uh for ticks is going to be the ytex xp 820 that's the ytex xp820 and it is the only tag that when you read across that that sheet that protects against all um all the ticks the other ones maybe will get one type of tick um and and they don't necessarily it'll it'll say it helps with it's it's not a it's not a preventative and so the only one that really covered the uh the tick deal with any effectiveness was that xp the whitex xp820 it's a yellow colored tag and uh that's a good one for ticks the other one that is going to be more geared toward and and the reason i use it here is because of these gnats Mm -hmm. um uh, we've got a lot of gnats certain times of the year they just are all over the dog's face their eyes their ears up underneath their their uh, armpits and and then on their belly anywhere soft they're attacking them is is the that's the Whitex Python, not the Magnum, not the Python Magnum, but just the the purple Whitex Python tag and that one's gonna it's gonna help. Um, well, it it targets flies, gnats, and mosquitoes. Um, there's other tags out there that are going to deal with flies but that's pretty much all they're going to deal with it when you start talking about your biting bugs like the fleas the flies the gnats and the mosquitoes those are the only two tags that i would recommend to to defend off of those yeah and and so so when alan halata was on the podcast he talked about multiple layers of protection so if you're doing parasite mm -hmm. control if you're doing flea and tick control if you're doing any of that stuff you should be using multiple layers of protection here because if you start if you've ever had a dog that contracts uh or uh, 
uh, we have that Lyme, down here. Before. Lyme's disease, any of that stuff, and now you're you're treating with mox. I'm convinced that a dog really never fully recovers from any of those things. It's going to affect performance down the road. So if you can use those multiple layers of protection, and and I started, I was always skeptical of the cattle tags until I started talking to you about them. I really was. I was like, for freaking cows, I'm not putting that on my dog. Now, but again, I, it's a multiple layer deal. I don't, I don't just solely rely on those. Right, right. But but the cattle tag deal. Uh, I, I was skeptical until I, until I started talking to you and I thought, well, I'm going to put it on a couple of my dogs and this year and see what happens. And I've been impressed. I haven't picked a tick off of them. I haven't, when we were in Wisconsin bear hunting, there were probably 30 hounds in camp total. And my hounds were laying outside their dog houses not being pestered by flies other guys were headed to town to the to the store to get fly spray and all this other stuff and and my dogs were laying out there and they just had a Y-Tex tag on their collar like like you you demonstrated how to attach it i i had the exact same uh a friend of mine i i left some hounds at his house uh when i was out in california and i came home for a minute and he called me and he said, Hey, where do I get those tags? I said, what is that? And same thing. He said, your dogs don't have any flies on them. My dogs do. Right. And he goes, that's the only, and, and other than that, we, we worm the same. We, we, uh, every other thing that we do, we do the same. The only thing that my dogs had. And, and the other thing was, are there, because of the way he had his dogs chained out, he's got a big, big yard. Um, it's fenced in underneath a bunch of big trees and he had his dogs kind of every other chain deal. So when I put my dogs in there, they were kind of between his dogs. So it was a really good sample because it wasn't like my dogs are over here. His dogs are over there. Yeah. Well, they're, you know, it's cooler over here. So the flies are here, whatever. No, that they were intermingled in, and he said, Hey, yours, yours don't have any. And mine, mine got flies all over them. So. Yep. Yep. But I go, I do, I do go ahead and use the Y-Tex tag, and then I use. You may be talking about permethrin, but I'll use permethrin also mm-hmm. on top of the Y-Tex for that extra layer yep. of protection. Go ahead, Shorty. We'll be right back after we get this quick word from our sponsor. Check out Dogs Are Treat at dogsartreat.com, and if you go to their website at checkout and enter the code HXP twenty percent off you will get 20% off of your entire order on all of their branded products. Leashes, tie-outs, medical kits, paws are protected. Build your pack from the ground up and support a fellow houndsman that supports your lifestyle. Enter the code HXP20% off at checkout. Go to their website today at dogsartreed.com. This is one that I've, I haven't found it anywhere else. Uh, it's like the, uh, the diatomascus earth. This is a, um, an all natural. It is, uh, supposedly organic, um, plants that are, that are fermented and they extract the, the, uh, liquid from it. And it's called conserve SC. Uh, and this can we, I, I can we make booze out good, of it? Can we ferment? Ooh, I don't it? know. Ferment it. I will tell you this: 
when you use it, uh, <laughs> you put gloves on. I put rubber gloves on because if this stuff touches your skin, it like it has an odor of its own, and you will not be able to get that off your hands for a couple of days. <laughs> and so when you when you go to eat, you know you're gonna smell it, and it's not like a horrible smell, but it's definitely a different smell. Um, it, I don't think it'll hurt you at all, but. But conserve SC, and, and a friend of mine told me about this a few years ago, and I was a little skeptical, and he said, no, no, I've been using it for quite a while now. And uh, so I started out with the bottom end of the dogs, um, and uh, <laughs> I, didn't give it to, I didn't give it to my best dog right off the get-go. But, uh, but one cc per 10 pounds orally. And I'm going to tell you what, there is not a flea medicine in the world that is better than this if you have fleas this is hands down the best stuff i've ever used and we've we've battled them i've lived here for 15 years and we have battled fleas for 15 years well no for about 12 now um i would literally like i had several different chemicals that i would go down and spray the kennels heavily with every 10 days Every every ten to fourteen days, right? They're trying to break the cycle, and we never could beat these fleas. I don't know what it is about here. We could never get ahead of these damn fleas. I mean, they were horrible, and it got to the point before I started using this. Like, I really and I I used all these porons, all this stuff, and we just couldn't break the cycle. And um and I, and I, I mean, the 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 poron medications four K nines. I went down and bought the expensive stuff and put it on these dogs and and was religious about it and uh and you just you never could get ahead of it. you could it would kill them it would but they just kept hatching and hatching and hatching and it was a never-ending cycle yeah and when i gave this to these dogs they were they were covered pretty bad i felt sorry for them i did they were covered pretty bad and i was doing everything i could and i gave this to all the dogs and uh, we've got a lot of dogs. Between my father-in-law, my stepson, and myself, we've got a lot of dogs here. And so, um, anyways, I one of my father-in-law's or my stepson's dogs vomited it up. When I gave it to him, he threw up. And and the, most of the dogs, well, I will tell you, uh, what I will do with this stuff, and, and they eat it. Just put it on their food, and they eat it. Um, but at the time I didn't know that. So I was putting it down their mouth. Anyhow, this dog threw it up and I wasn't sure how much I got at him, how much I didn't. And I was pretty new to this stuff and I didn't want to give him too much. So I just, I just left good enough alone, hoping it would work. Went down there the next day and these dogs were covered with fleas. Went down there the next day and every dog, I might find two or three fleas on them and they looked drunk. Uh, they were, they were screwed up. They were dying. That dog that vomited it up was a yellow dog and he looked like a high tan. No kidding. Covered in fleas. All the fleas left the other dogs and went to him. Yep. No way. What's this stuff called? It's called conserve SC. So I, I, I gotta look it up. I drew up another dose and I gave it to this dog. And this time I put the syringe down his throat so he couldn't you know, spit it back out and it came down there the next day. And again, I could find maybe 
two or three, four or five fleas, and they all looked like they were leaving the bar at two o'clock in the morning. They were they were drunk. <laughs> so, um, how often do you give it? You give it whenever you need to. Uh, that particular time, I wasn't sure. So, and and I came back out a month later, and there was a few fleas on the dog, so I gave it to him again. That was the last time that year that I had to give those dogs anything for fleas. And every year after that, I've given it to them once. This stuff is absolutely unreal at, at killing fleas. So when you see fleas on your dogs, give it to them when you don't. But I, I, I would be willing to bet that, uh, that you get to a point where you're only giving it to the dogs maybe once or twice a year. Hmm. Crazy. And, and yeah, that, that is my all time favorite right there. It's a, it's, it's not cheap when you buy it. Uh, and you can buy that on Amazon. Like it's, it's yeah, not scheduled it right drug now. or anything. You're not probably not going to find it at, at Ace Hardware or Lowe's or something. Maybe you will. I don't know, but I've never found it anywhere other than buying it on Amazon. And, and what is it again? It's, it's active. Conserve. In, in, yeah. Ingredients. It's, it says active ingredients are. Uh, spinoza, spinosad, spinosad, uh, spinosis A and spinosin D. I don't know what that is. I don't know, man. When I start reading labels, we, with, we probably won't know what it is because it's it's some kind of fermented plants. Okay, all right. So yeah, we'll it's from make Dow, Dow Chemical it. is the one that I'm looking at. Conserve yeah, it's SC. like a, it's a, turf a gray, and ornamental gray bottle control. with a green top. Yep, 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 <laughs> for sure. Man, I don't know. I, I, so stuff like this, I, I have to look at it pretty pretty close before I start shoving this down. I've been the giving it at trip. least at least three or four years. I know a friend of mine here in town. I won't mention his name. He's been giving it for probably five years in. Heck, go ahead and zero. throw him under the bus too. He's the one that got us into this nope. mess. Yeah, no, I won't do it. He saved me a pile of money, man. I was spending I don't know how much money a year fighting these things, and all of a sudden it's like, poof, fleas, you know, but fleas. I've used uh, the bear, uh, and I can't remember. It's the bear rose rose deal for fleas. And tree and shrub. Tree and shrub. Bear yep. tree and shrub. Yep. Apply it to them and. Um, and just use it like I do the uh, uh, typical topical uh, or the topical treatments. Yep. And had real the good reason, real good success. But the reason you this use that is it had one or one of these two in it, and I'm gonna, we're going to talk about them. Um, but it was either, and I w- I'm going to butcher this. Uh. uh Imidacloprid and S-methoprene. And those are both ingredients that are used in a lot of of, uh, of your canine advantage, frontline, all that stuff. And that's, you could get that in bear, tree, and shrub. Let me, yep. I'm going to look up Advantix real quick. So keep rolling. I'm going to look up Advantix ingredients just so well, we can. Well, I can, canine Advantix has, um, well, canine Advantix, Two has that has that amidacloprid, and uh, canine Advantix is Promethrin. Okay, all right, yep. So, um, yeah. So let's go. 
so we're done with the conserve SC. And I'm telling you, if ticks or fleas are a problem, you guys are going to thank me for this one. Um, then we're going to go to uh, Taurus SC or Termidor. Taurus SC or Termidor. Both of them are the same thing. The Taurus SC is kind of the generic version of it. It's going to be cheaper. And the, the active ingredient in that is fipronil. Um, it's 8.9% fipronil. Um, and that's that's going to be, and I don't have it wrote down, all the everything that's that fipronil is in, but that is a lot of your over-the-counter uh, flea and tick um, uh, preventatives are have fipronil in them. Now, I don't find that it's as good on fleas as it is on ticks. For ticks, this is my go-to. Taurus SC is what I use. Um, and I just put it right down their back, just like you do your over-the-counter um, product. And it's going to be, uh, I'm going to give you the dosage for it, because uh, it's, it's the exact same percentage, 8.9% Fipronil is the exact same percentage as your over-the-counter products that have Fipronil in them. So like front line, for 23, yep, front line, all yep. that stuff. Yep, exactly. Um, for a 23 to 44 pound dog, you want to give 1.34 milliliters. So with this stuff, well, before I, well, let me finish giving you the doses. Uh, for a 45 to 88 pound dog, you're going to want to give 2.68 milliliters. Uh, and for those of you that don't know, a milliliter is a CC. It's the same thing. Uh, for an 89 to 132 pound dog, you want to give 4.02 milliliters. This stuff is a little thicker than, than your store-bought, um, Fipronil that, that's made for dogs. So when I, when I put it on the dogs, I, I suck it up into a syringe. Now I start at the back of the dog and I go against the hair and I try to get it right on the skin and I go up the dog's back from tail to, to head and, and, and squirt it out as I go. And that gets it closer to the skin. It is thick enough that if you just pour it down the dog's back on top of the skin or on top of the hair and they shake, it's all going to come off. Right. So you want to get it down on the dog's back. But other than that, it's the same dose as, as your store-bought stuff. So that works really good. That's my tick go-to. And I, I just I just did a quick Google search for the active ingredient in mm -hmm. uh, uh, Frontline, and it is Fipronil, and it's 9.8%. Um, so 9.8 or 8.9? It's 9, 9.8 according to Google. I might have wrote it down wrong. Googleistic, which yeah. I could go to another search engine that's not so liberal and we could see, but... Uh, yeah, no, I might have wrote it down wrong. Yep, nine point eight percent. Yeah, so yeah, fifty pound dog. I usually give three cc's, and that's that's right there in that, so, in that ballpark. So okay, so you're going tail to shoulders. You're going that whole yep. distance to the back. You um, don't have to. The main thing is to go against the hair and get it on the skin. Right, right. So, so. are are you ever afraid that a dog will like turn around and? we've all seen dogs go after that flea at the base of the tail, them ingesting right. the fipronil. Well, um, and I guess I, I didn't describe it properly, not necessarily going from the tail head to the, 
to the head, I'm going that direction. Okay, I got you. I usually start okay. kind of behind the shoulders. Yeah, there you go. Um, hoping that those dogs, you know, they can't really reach it right there. Right. I usually right. go behind the shoulders up to the base of the. I don't get to the to the head, but because the collar's about halfway the up their neck. But um, <laughs> I hear you. But yeah, I, I go that direction. I wanted to make sure there. Yeah, because, thank you for pointing yeah. that out. Yep, absolutely. So yeah, so for fleas and ticks, I'm gonna recap this because these are my two go tos. For fleas, conserve SC. For ticks, Taurus SC. You can also use Termidor. Taurus SC is just cheaper. Um, then we're going to move on to uh, permethrin. Now, um, there's a couple different ways to, to go at this. The, the easiest one is in, in permethrin, uh, 45% permethrin is the active active ingredient in Freedom 45, Century, Canine Advantix, Verbac, uh, Efetix, Liberty, Provecta, just to give you an example. Um, so you can buy at like tractor supplier at your feed stores, you can buy a fly deterrent for horses um, that's a pour-on. And the, the, there's two of them. Um, that stand out spot on or equispot. Both of these are 45% permethrin. So, and they come in a little, like a, I don't know, five milliliter uh, packet. You can actually just take a syringe and needle and go right through it and, and pull the, the permethrin out, or you can cut the top off and stick a needle down in there and get it out. But that right there, it's it's already 45% permethrin, so the math is really easy. All you got to do is look at your at Freedom Century K9 Advantix, see how much, uh, how many milliliters they use for your weight dog, and copy it because it's the same it's the same percentage. And again, the benefit to this is anytime you buy something for horses and cattle versus dogs, it's going to be cheaper. And, and this is going to save you a few bucks to get the same exact stuff. There's another way you can you can get uh, the permethrin. Now, this is 40% versus the 45% of the spot on or equispot is Ytec makes a little a little bottle of, of pour-on that's 40%, and you can buy that at Tractor Supply as well and, and just, you know, give them a little bit more. You'll have to do the math, figure it out, but... Uh, but anyways, that's that's another another way, and it's yep. it's again active ingredients and some pretty common flea and tick preventatives. Absolutely, and I use the the you call it permethrin. I again, it's just a regional thing. I call it permethrin. Permethrin. Um, I'm I'm also going to go out there on a limb and just say that that even as people, we need to be applying we apply this stuff to our hunting clothes back here. Yeah. We, yeah, absolutely. And, and so if it's safe for me, it's safe for my dog. And right. I, I, I use it in the concentrate. I spray it around the kennels, spray dog houses. I'll tie dogs out while I'm spraying a course and uh, let it dry residually. But it's great for man. It'll, it'll repel mosquitoes, it, bugs, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff around your kennel. So it's, again, it's part of that multi-level multi-layer protection right. for our dogs that, that veterinarians that are willing to talk to you will tell you about. Right. Right. Yeah. The good ones are, 
you know, the other ones are just trying to get in your pocketbook and you need well, to I mean, a lot of, go. when, when you go to, when you go to the, down the, go to the, the heart of, you run out to that vet and you look around where his office is located and he's got half a million dollar, million dollar homes surrounding his office. There's a good chance he's there to get the money from the foo-foo dog owner and the lap dog, the, the fur yep. baby mama that is going to drag her dog in there every time he has a sniffle. And, um, those guys are not going to tell you if you, if you've got a vet, if you like you and like I, we're, we've been in this same thing. We've had, we have vets that come to the farm. That's, that's always when I get dogs vaccinated. It's like, Hey, come out and vaccinate the livestock or check, do a palpation or whatever you're going to do while you're here. I need you to vaccinate the dogs and bang. And they talk to you. I'm, I, I really yep. miss my old vet, doc Beckett. I mean, I watched that guy do some stuff that uh, he didn't he didn't have a lot of fancy equipment and stuff, but I saw him save save animal dogs from gunshot wounds, and uh, I saw I had a squirrel dog one time, not mine, but one I was hunting with that took an arrow through the neck. He saved the dog's life, and he would talk straight to you. And that's uh, that's the kind of vets that we we need to seek out and talk to about about these sort of things. Yep, yep, absolutely, and that that's yeah, we're looking for Doctor Pole. Yep, yeah. yep. I have to look so, him up. Oh, you haven't looked him up. Oh, he's got a TV show, Doctor Pole. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. The kids watch him, but he's our kind of vet. Yeah, like he's you know just the real deal. But yep. What else um, you got, Shorty? So from there, we're gonna move these next two. I'm not super huge fans of, of them, but they are ingredients in a lot of stuff. Uh, thing I found, they don't. It combined, they work well. Um, they're just, it's not as simple as these other three that I've already given you. And that's, and again, I'm, I'm going to butcher this, this immediate clopurid. And that's, that's one of the ingredients. Cause I've got it wrote down right here. I've, I've got it in the fertile tree and shrub. So it's probably one of those ingredients in that bear tree and shrub. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way I, it's, it's 8.8%. Um, that's the same as canine advantage two, Soresto advantage multi and frontline plus. Um, this is a, it's a neurological deal that, that kills the, the fleas and ticks, but it doesn't, um, it doesn't prevent the eggs from being hatched. So if you're going to use that, um, and again, you're going to have to do the math on that for, for yourself. It's the same percentage as all those that i just mentioned uh canine advantage resto advantage frontline plus um if you're going to use that i would recommend also using s methaprene at 8.8 percent that's the same as frontline plus and gold frontline plus and frontline gold on guard zoo guard pet armor plus spot on and this actually assist in uh preventing the eggs from hatching so uh if you're going to use a permethrin or the imidacloprid i would recommend using the s methaprene as well um but i again the first two that i gave you the conserve sc and the taurus sc man those deals they are simple easy cheap and the most effective that i have yet to find Houndsman XP is very proud of our partnership with the organization 
Freedom Hunters. Freedom Hunters is a nonprofit organization that takes America's veterans hunting from field to field, from the battlefield to a field near you when you volunteer your time to take America's warriors hunting with you and your hounds. It's easy. Go to houndsmanxp.com, click on the partnership tab, and it will take you to Freedom Hunters. You can go direct to their website to make donations at freedomhunters.org. Support America's heroes. Let's pay it back. Visit Freedom Hunters at freedomhunters.org or go to houndsmanxp.com and you can find them on our website from field to field. And then from there, um, and this is more like on the kennel care. So my, uh, and I think this would work equally as well if you had like a raised kennel with wood floors or, or even Which is synthetic what I have. floors. Um, I have concrete floors in mine. So what I'll do, and this will last for, I don't know, three or four or five months. Um, I'll, I'll take all my water buckets, food buckets, uh, dishes, and I use those blue barrels. Um, I take those, I take everything out of my kennel and, um, and then I get 38% permethrin and, uh, which is, it's, it's aimed toward your termites. So if mm-hmm. you're having trouble finding it, I do know our ACE hardware here in town carries it. Um, and I use that and then I, I buy one of those, uh, reusable, uh, lawn and garden sprayers. Mm-hmm. That you yep. can fill up with a chemical, and then and the little kind of white clear colored deal with a black head on it is what I use. And I turn that sucker to ten. I fill it up with permethrin, thirty eight percent, and I spray those floors in that kennel. I usually do it like if I can when I'm going to go hunting. I'll load the dogs, get them out, load load them in the truck, clean everything out, water buckets, everything. Spray this on the floors, and I spray it at ten, and it's going to create a greasy film on there and all you got to do is get it wet get the whole floor wet but i do that and then i go hunting and i come back and it'll all have dried into that concrete but it's going to have kind of a greasy like if you walk on it it's slippery Mm -hmm. my my uh my floors are those polished concrete so they clean easier it's slick like with shoes on your your ice skating right I take a I take a hose. What's a guy from South Texas? Out. What does a guy from South Texas know about about ice skating? That's what I want to know. I, I know that you <laughs> use uh, you use hockey skates rather than figure skates. I did learn that. I put a hole in my leg with the with figure skates, and then I talked to a friend of mine. The guy I'll I'll throw his name out there. Ty McClary. If you if you guys have ever watched the movie Mighty Ducks, yeah, the cowboy kid in there. He's one of my best friends. He actually worked for me out there in California when he was working in Hollywood. He was he was ranching for me during the daytime. Yeah, and uh, and so they actually had to learn to to be uh, college level hockey players to be in that movie so he they went through the whole deal yeah and uh anyways that's that's a trick that you need to know if you've never been ice skating use hockey skates not figure this skates. this podcast is full kind uh, that's what i know all, yeah. you asked what i know i know it's full of all kinds but, of knowledge where, where anyways, else can you after get you're this done after you're done ice skating across your your kennels to in see if skates. i'm right or wrong just wash it off with water 
and and wash all that permethrin off with water put all your stuff back in there and uh and it will kill any bugs any fleas any ticks uh we have these uh kissing beetles down here that, that carry chagas that will kill your dogs and um they are a major major problem uh i also spray the stuff around the kennels yep those 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 beetles they like these these woods where we got mesquite trees all around the kennel so i spray all those trees and everything with it too but anything that lands on that concrete for i don't know three to six months will die and it'll blow your mind when you go out there every day and, and all the bugs that you see dead in that kennel because uh, because of that so that's a that's a cheap and easy kennel care um knock on wood i haven't had any problems with these with these kissing beetles since but the first year that i did it i'd go out there every day and i'd find eight to ten of them now Mm -hmm. i find maybe one or two of them but i'll back that up a little bit about the permethrin in the kennel space and i i do the same thing take everything out hose it all down i mean I, i i don't hold back on that and then but Man, I don't have, I used to have, and I've got a roof, I've got a tin roof on my kennel, um, and you would get wasp nests in there, you would get, uh, had a hornet's nest in there one time, uh, and none of that is pleasant, even for me, while I'm out there trying to, out there trying to uh, uh, take care of, take care of dogs and kennels and stuff like that, and, and it's all gone, spiders, no brown recluse no spider webs in the kennels and it's and i have combated that simply with the permit uh permethrin you know spraying that in the kennel it's it's taking care of all that plus i've got wood kennels it's all treated power wash it do all that stuff and i don't have termite problems either absolutely yep. and that's that's uh like it, and you can find 10 percent in a lot of places but uh but that thirty-eight percent, man, it just the stronger, the stronger it is, the longer it lasts, the longer the residual fact it lasts, and that's why they used like that. Um, well, and then and then go back to your uh, to the uh, the Taurus SC and Termidor. The reason it's called Termidor is because it's for termites, the Fibernil. Yeah. Wow! And so anything and that those if it's for termites versus fleas and tick it's going to have a longer residual effect and that's why that 38 percent works so much better than than your normal 10 percent yeah no doubt you know i think uh we've been rolling and it's been a long time since i said this but we've been rolling for about an hour here and mm-hmm. uh next ones are going to go quick what are we going to do are we going to do antibiotics or what are you thinking yeah, that's where let's, that's let's my save, next. Let's save antibiotics and some of that stuff for the next okay. one. Do you think there's enough there? You think uh, there's enough there? Yeah, we can we can definitely dive into that, you know, way deeper. Um Let's do it, it let's yeah, do it in another episode for for antibiotics and you know some of those yep. there's a lot of stuff definitely. there. Everything from you know coccidia medicines to to antibiotics, to you know, LA two hundreds. I mean, all of it. We can we can make a whole another episode about that part of it. Definitely, yeah. I'm cool with that. I hope what we what we told you guys here today can save you a lot of money and and uh, every penny counts. But again, we're not veterinarians, and we want you guys to check with your veterinarians. These 
off-label products that we gave you are, for the most part, they're the exact same thing that you can buy um, anywhere else. And keep this in mind. So as a chemical company, if the active ingredient is whatever it is, they don't go throw a whole bunch of chemicals in behind it because it costs them more money. They're throwing fillers in and, and stuff like that. So when when you compare, you know, horse medicine versus a, a cow medicine versus a dog medicine, it's if the active ingredient is whatever it is, it's it's the same all the way across the board. They may use something different in a paste just to get it to turn into a paste. But uh, but absolutely, we're not veterinarians. Check with your vets. These are just things that we've used that works for us, and uh, we want them to work for you and to save you as much money as we can possibly get them to. That's right. Just general information that we're getting out there. You know, houndsmen helping houndsmen here. And I think that the way I look at that shorty is if I look at a label and the active ingredient is ivermectin, mm-hmm. whether that label that i'm buying it from has a picture of a pig on it or it has a picture of a dog cuddled up in a little blanket the ingredient the active ingredient is the same so the guy that's mixing that up he goes over to this big bin he gets out a little dose and he pours it in your and then they put a fancy label on it and say it's for your fur baby and charge you six times as much exactly i will say this while you well in a I don't know why I missed this earlier. Do not use Ivermectin Plus. You're just looking for Ivermectin. Ivermectin Plus is not for dogs. Do not use Ivermectin Plus. And do you know why? Are you getting more force on that? But I don't. I'll, I, I will have. I will recap it when we when okay. we do the next episode, and I'll have some more information on why not to. Okay. All right. Great, man. Great. I think this is. This is good stuff right here. Just, it's obvious that you've done your homework and, and you've been using this stuff for years. It's not something that you just picked up and, and spitting out there. This is something you've used and, and uh, a lot of the same things. I think this will be really helpful for, for new houndsmen and not to be, uh, again, we're not veterinarians, but uh, sometimes it's just common sense. And I think we see that more now in the current state of affairs of what medical professionals try to tell us versus what is common sense. And houndsmen are traditionally smart enough to figure out a lot of good stuff on their own. So. Yep. And, and yeah, a lot of times your medical professionals are getting a kickback. That's why they're, that's why they want you to use their drug through them because they're making a little extra and oh, always absolutely. follow the money and figure it out. So, yeah, I mean, if I borrow, um, if, and and this is vets need to make a living too. That's not my intent behind sure. this convers this comment. But when you pick up a Soresto collar or a pack of Heart Guard from your veterinarian, they've got a markup on that, and then they also get incentive packages from the drug companies, just like everybody right. else. I mean, it's business. It's not dirty. Mm-hmm. It's just business, and uh, there are other. There's alternative ways to do things. Yep, take that three dollars that he was going to make and put it in your fuel tank. That's what we want you to do. <laughs> Go hunting. Yeah, you got it, man. You got it. 
Well, short is a great episode. We're going to follow up with uh, the next one will be about antibiotics. And uh, that's going to be a good one, too, because that's something that I haven't really been into. But keep pumping out those pro tips for, uh, for Houndsman XP. And people can find a lot of those pro tips over on our, our Patreon account. And if you're a Patreon supporter, then you'll have full access to all of these pro tips. Uh, but there's a lot of good stuff over there. And, and uh, go to our website at Houndsman XP. You can find out how to support the show and get more of this type of information from Houndsman that use it. So, till next time, Shorty, you follow your hounds, I'll follow mine. <laughs> <laughs>